MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. It's good to have you on board here today. The Monday morning post-Super Bowl edition of Follow the Money. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Patrick Everson, kind enough to set an alarm this morning and wake up with us here on the show. He is a great sports betting reporter. He is at Vegas Insider now. He's a man about town here in Las Vegas. Patrick, thanks for the time today. How you doing? I am doing well. That was a pretty entertaining game to watch. I know there's kind of a foul taste in some in, in some folks' mouths. Maybe a lot of folks' mouths that the referees maybe should have held on to that flag and perhaps made the ending a lot more exciting. But uh, but it was a pretty uh, pretty entertaining game to watch, I would say. So take us through your day then. Like, How many books do you typically hit on Super Bowl Sunday to talk to the directors, find out... You know what they're looking at for the you know the end results and what could be good, what could be bad. How many did you hit, and where did you watch the game? Uh, I hit like three or four yesterday. I swung in the Cosmo briefly. Uh, was at Mirage for quite a while. I just think that's just a good spot to to check out. Usually, it has a really good crowd. Um, yeah, you know, just uh, the vibe there is always nice. And of course, I went to Superbook. I did not. I wanted to get downtown. I just wasn't able to make it work because I was doing so much stuff pregame in the in the morning before I even got out. Uh, to uh, uh, to get downtown as well, but uh, but I talked to you know people not only up and down the strip, but uh, you know some of these other books uh, that don't work that, that aren't 
oper- operating in Las Vegas yet, or, or may never operate in Las Vegas. <laughs> but uh, got a lot of insights from a lot of different people for for some of the reporting I did for Vegas Insider pregame, and then and then got a, a nice good a nice little roundup from an array of uh, of uh, odds makers and and sportsbook operators last night as the game ended and you know post game. So take us through some of this then. Uh, super high scoring game. A lot of props mm-hmm. got there that were some high prices. The octopus comes to mind. The two point conversion for sure. Some <laughs> others as well. Overall, what are the early returns on how books did? How betters did last night? Well, I think it's 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 a mixed bag, and it's and it's good of you to hit on props because obviously with a high scoring game, that's the that's the one thing. It's like they don't the books don't want the over hitting in the Super Bowl, and it's not just because the public is always on the over. It's because in the Super Bowl. You've got the public on these props betting all the yeses and overs and, and so forth, all the positive things because betters want to be entertained. They want to see things happen. They don't want the no's and unders coming into the Super Bowl. So that certainly uh, left a mark on the on the sports books, but it was good for, for betters' wallets. Jeff Benson uh, down you know at, uh, at Circa, he got back to me, said, winner on the game. Loser of futures, they were in kind of an interesting spot. There were a lot of books that were pretty good in the futures on either team, and that plays into this as well. It, there's so much bet on the Super Bowl that the futures, you know, sometimes isn't as great an impact as, as, as others. But in the case of Circa, they were a loser to the futures. And Jeff didn't say this, but I'd heard from others that they, were, they had, uh, you know, some pretty significant liability to the Chiefs on the futures. But a lot of books were in good shape to both sides there. Um, but winner on the game, loser to futures. Uh, it's a uh, small winner on props. He said high-scoring games rarely bode well for books, though, uh, when we're talking about the props as we just discussed. John Murray at the Superbook said pretty much exactly the same thing. Uh, they, they were in you know, a very similar position on this when it, by the time they got to the end. He said, the, however, he did say the Chiefs winning saved us. He said the Eagles and the over would have been pretty ugly. The Chiefs and over wasn't uh, wasn't you know, like their best case scenario, but Chiefs and over got them uh, got them a win for the day. Eagles and over would have been much worse behind their counter. Okay. Uh, how loud was it with the uh, doink? And th- this has become like the news safety bet now for people with the doink. I'm so disappointed, Paul, that I didn't bet that. And I was, I, 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 I'm just like, this isn't going to happen again, is it? <laughs> I could not yeah. believe that it happened. And it was, I like to, I was at the Superbook for, Pretty much throughout the game, and the and the, and the roar was pretty good there at the Superbook when it doinked. Uh, I was just stunned though, sitting on an over three and a half field goals ticket, uh, thinking, okay, this is you know I get one kind of you know not really early but semi early ish. Um, I was you know, and these kickers are generally pretty good. Couldn't believe there was a doink there, big roar. That was definitely one that. Uh, you know, the crowd was happy to see and the, and the odds makers were probably less enthused about. What was the reaction on the defensive holding? <laughs> you know, it wasn't, it, it was at Superbook. It was, it was, it was definitely negative. That was a partisan Eagles crowd at the Superbook. There were, there were Chiefs fans for sure, mm-hmm. but uh, it was heavy to the Eagles. And obviously they didn't, they didn't dig that call. Um, I was, I, I, at the at the moment it happened, I'm sitting. Uh, I took an eagle, uh, Chiefs alternate spread minus six and a half. And at the moment it happened, I'm like, okay, this is great for me. And then I realized pretty quickly with the with the with the slide, basically the you know uh, not going into the end zone. I'm like, oh, this is not really good for me. <laughs> it might have been better for me to uh, yeah. 
get, you know, to somehow hope for a tie game in overtime and maybe something happens in overtime that allows the Chiefs to still win by seven. But yeah, it was, there were a lot of Eagles fans in the house. I think that was the case. It seemed like that was the case, even just talking to people uh, yesterday when I was bouncing around to a couple of other spots, Mirage and so forth. It did, it seemed like the, uh, uh, you know, there were a lot of Eagles fans, a lot more Eagles partisans out than, than Chiefs partisans. How about the roar before the game and how many people bet the coin toss and Tails gets there again? Yes, and you know, this was funny because I sent out a, a, a quick video clip of that, Polly from the, from the Mirage, and I was expecting a really good reaction because, you know, there should be a fair amount of people on both sides. But yeah. somehow it was, it was a rather muted reaction to Tails which also is crazy because you always, you know, everybody tails never fails, right? Well, uh, obviously it fails plenty, but uh, I expected the reaction to be much better. But uh, there were there, the the better reactions were from the people who didn't say much, but were like, you know, kind of grabbing their head and you know, disappointed that they didn't get there on something early. There were a couple of books that, uh, and you and you two probably saw this that weighed in over the course of the weekend where. There were, you know, significant five-figure bets on the coin toss. Yeah. I mean, like thirty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars, which is just uh, crazy for something that's literally a coin toss as to whether you win. But people love to have that opportunity to to get a win uh, uh, before the you know before the game even kicks off. And and books are now doing it in in multiple ways. It's like what will the you know what will the coin land on, and then who will win the toss. So that they can even find more ways to to provide a, right. you know another another market where where betters can get in and win something early. Well, that might be the answer. Forty fifty thousand on the coin toss. But what was the craziest bet you heard about or or saw? That's a good question. Uh, I know that there was you know some significant bets that came in on uh, you know people were talking about Gainwell for MVP. There were a few books that were that were that were really lopsided. There was one, I believe one book would have, would have had to pay out, you know, six figures on a Gainwell MVP, which, which I thought was, was definitely an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of some others that might've, uh, that might've stood out for me there. Um, I'll be, I mean, obviously, you know, you mentioned the octopus, which is a crazy, it's just, it's just one of those fun bets that, uh, like hurt scoring uh, three touchdowns or anything like that. I hadn't heard, haven't heard from anybody on that, which I'm not sure if anybody, you know, bet, you know, a prop market where he goes three touchdowns. I mean, look, that guy was honestly the MVP of the game, I thought. But, um, yeah, the only one that – the only book that really got into any of those novelty props was just – was uh, Caesar's vice president of trading, Craig Mucklow. He mentioned literally just the, uh, the coin toss. I guess I needed to be at Caesar's Palace for that because he yeah. said the public got off to a great start. Tails was a huge win for the public. Which uh, I imagine they went wild there. He said the coin toss cost us double because the public had Kansas City winning the toss as well. So, um, but uh, beyond that, nobody really addressed many of the novelty props, at least not yet. I'm sure we'll see more of this today as, as more of the news mm-hmm. filters out. Patrick, we have about 90 seconds left. To grade the props. Yeah. yeah. We're down to like 90 seconds here, Patrick. Uh, Patrick Everson, our guest, uh, Vegas Insider. So you brought up Caesars. Combo there with William Hill. Do you know, we brought this up in the previous segment. They were down all day yesterday. Will Hill was. Do you, and I feel bad for them. I mean, yeah. they don't want that clearly. Um, do you, do you no. know what the issue was there? I don't know what the issue was. I, and you, you two probably saw and, and others did. They tweeted well after the problem was occurring. Like I, from what I understand, it was going on for, you know, hours. Um, and then, and then they tweeted about us. Hey, we're aware we've got a problem. We're working to fix it. I didn't. I didn't get an, an answer on exactly what happened, but like you said, 
this isn't what they, I understand it really left a lot of veterans out in the cold. There were a bunch of people I was with who were like, this is awful. I wanted to bet in game. I can't get it. I can't get down on anything. So, but, uh, but again, this isn't what they want to happen. They, I mean, look, that was a big revenue loser for them because people were jumping all over Kansas city money line at halftime. So, and, and lots of other things. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely unfortunate, but uh, it's a high volume day and you've got to have the product ready to go. And it's always unfortunate when things, uh, when things fail you there, no question. Yep. Well said. You can follow him yep. on Twitter. He is at Patrick E underscore Vegas. Patrick, you do a great job covering sports betting. You have for many, many years. Now VegasInsider.com. Thanks so much for the time, sir. We appreciate that. I appreciate it. Thank you, too, for having me on. Have a great week. You got it. Yep, back at you. I think it was last year or the year before, we had Dave Sherapan in studio. And he used to work, uh, it was a writer, in a book, work in the book for a long, long time. And he said, "It is you will not believe how many times on Super Bowl Sunday you hear tales never fails. And they, they, you keep a trend after, you yep. know, again, it's over. You'd be rich every time yep. he, someone says, and that I also saw... There. I, I can't remember who it was, but it was a director somewhere in a book, and they basically tweeted out, be careful, because I can't even imagine how many people are going up to a book right now saying, I want the Chiefs or the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, and they're betting next year's future price. They're betting the 2024 yeah. odds. Yeah. And then they're going to go try to cash those tickets, not going to have it on the app, and then it's like, wait a second, what? That's next year? We just heard a story. John Murray told the story. Recently, happened at the Westgate, a couple of uh, Broncos, when they play in Carolina. Guy's there. Oh, Broncos, that's a huge number. I'll bet that. Took him to gaming. They're like, it's, it's for next year. I, I, I don't know what. We'll recap our in-pocket plays for the Super Bowl. That's coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening, MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right, here we go. We recap for the final time here. Gatorade, lemon lime, no good. That's what the, supposedly the Eagles uh, use Yellow all year, but purple Cassius, 10 to 1. Congratulations if you had that. Longest touchdown under, 43 and a half yards. No good. Will there be a two-point attempt? Yes. And the conversion gets there as well. Successful. I thought this was way too high, and I, I went, oh, Mahomes and Hurts, first pass incomplete, plus 185, plus 175. Both lose. Anything can happen. You know, you're throwing it away, the pass rush, you know. Batted ball, a drop, anything. I go 0 for 2 there. Oh, it can. Yeah, uh, it can. Well, sure. Yeah. Get out of here. Miss extra <laughs> point. Right church, wrong pew. I thought kicking would be oh, an issue. Oh, you have to go doink, Paul. I know. Don't you hate yourself for not betting the doink, honestly? Yeah. I do. I hate myself yeah. for not betting the octopi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 96% of the bets on that prop at DraftKings were on the yes oh. with the doink. Oh. First touchdown, non-passing, plus 145, winner. Will a drive start inside the five? No. Winner. To win the time of possession, Eagles. Winner. Oh, easy. Yeah, under five and a half sacks. Easy. easy. Yep. One was a fluke. And that guy, how about that? I missed that. The guy, Saunders, he's 35 to one to have the yeah. first sack. Under interceptions. Easy. Over fourth down conversions. Winner. BTTS every quarter. Both teams to score every quarter. Winner, 6-1. to one. Let's go. Also, uh, BTTS, 35 points cashed. 
15 to 1. Didn't have that, but that over two and a half players to attempt a pass. That is a loser. We didn't get that. So the BTTS helped, and uh, we rallied after the slow start there. So I'm going to assume just your best Super Bowl ever because of the Chiefs ticket as well? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, yes, yes. I did have the the year Flacco shocked the world. Yeah. I had them like 25 to 1. What did you do? Yeah, but uh, okay. because this is, yeah, this gets it. Take away the ticket. Just forget that for a second. It sounds like your props, you had a pretty Not good bad. day with the props as well. That defensive touchdown though got me That good. got you good. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. okay. That got me. So, some of the free bets that I made went in here, Arizona different books. Miles Sanders, anytime touchdown, no good. Jalen Hurts, just the ski mask. The, the, the vulturing at the goal line yeah. killed me yesterday. Yeah. Dallas Goddard anytime touchdown was a uh, bonus bet. 12 to 1. No good loser. Mahomes MVP. I had that a handful of times. Winner. Shortest touchdown under 1.5 yards minus 160. That got there. That was the first touchdown of the game. Flipping the page here. Some losers to report. Oh, mama. How that turned on the first possession of the game. What are we talking about? Yeah. What are we talking about if Gainwell scores the first touchdown and oh. that book accepts Kelsey first chief touchdown? I mean, uh, no, for me personally? 20,000? Oh, it's 20,000 easy. easy. Yeah. Yeah, 20,000 easy. Um, so Gainwell then gets called back. So first touchdown's right. no good. Anytime touchdown's no good either. First touchdown scored jersey number over 11 and a half plus 110, no good. Right. <laughs> that just... What a horrible way to start the game for me personally. Yeah. Opening t- uh, touchdown of the kickoff to really start the game. That was a loser. Gainwell over... Now, I didn't bet these the same amount. That was one of my bigger prop bets. Ga- Gainwell over 10.5 receiving yards. That got there. The free bet on Tom Kim to win the Phoenix Open. That's no good at 28-1. to 1. I had more bets than that. Let's see here. Or was that it for me on this page? Anyway, so I'll do the math all of it today, I think the end result is probably going to come up a small winner for the Super Bowl, but nothing to write home about whatsoever. Okay, in pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. There you go. Great job, guys. I was surprised by that. Uh, Try to get down on Travis Kelsey, 3-1 to one for the first Chief touchdown, and uh, they wouldn't take the bet on it. That was weird to me. But then there was a $460,000 bet on him anytime. Yeah. And it, it's the state of sports wow. betting, I guess. Yeah. You know? I cannot believe that's what that's the biggest prop bet I've ever heard of. And I've been here 20 some years. Yeah. 460000 right? anytime touchdown. My God. What's the biggest was, bet? We, did, didn't we have a million dollar bet do, on a total a couple years ago? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, then, well, a guy bet $1.2 million on the over in play. 62 and a half. How about that? Yeah. Uh, and then right when we got off the air yesterday, someone came in $2.2 million on the Eagles, minus one and a half at uh, Caesars in New York, that, that that came in. Well, that was, I mean, when we talked to Adam Chernoff yesterday, wasn't his best bet, I believe, was to the over. And as he was well, talking yeah. about the over, like we saw a bunch of bucks go up from 51 to 51 and a half, and that thing, you knew at halftime that game was flying over. Did you bet Chiefs second half? No, I didn't like it. Yeah. No. I get again. That was it. Was the whole thing? It's just like you were fooled watching it. Like you're thinking, ah, Eagles have this. This is you know. They never had the ball. Like that felt like a blowout, but it was only a ten point game. Right. And then Henny's warming up, and like here we go again. Now the ankle injury, and he's limping around. It could it be Henny? Henny retired today, by the way. Yeah, he did. How about that? That that came out. Sure. Uh, And then you're thinking, uh oh, all right. 
And then, bam, right down the field. And it's a three-point game. Well, in your, I'll put you on the spot right now. What was the biggest play of the game? Was it the... It was ultimately decided by the holding. That uh, doesn't have to be the biggest play of the game, I, though. I, I, I think it could get out of control if Hurts doesn't fumble. Yeah. It was for the false start with the whole sequence. Oh, that, the false start was I gigantic. guess you could say the fumble because then they're going to punt. They're getting a stop. But the false start, right. then the fumble. Because who knows what the score is at halftime. Well, because that changes, though. If, it's, if the false start doesn't happen, I'm very confident the Eagles pick up that first down. But also, again, I brought this up an hour ago. I thought after replay, overturning the Devontae Smith catch was enormous. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was a catch. Well. But if they don't, if that's a catch, they have the ball, what, around the 10-yard line? They're probably going to score a touchdown at that point. It's 28-14 at halftime then. That, to me, is a gigantic play in the game. Yeah. Well, I could also say the call on Bradbury. I mean, if that doesn't happen, I, I'm yeah. getting the ball down three. I think that... The, I, I don't think Kansas way, City... I, I saw the replay of this today. The Tony punt return. The punter did tackle him. He did? I don't know. I, d- no, d- he got knocked out. Oh, no, no. There was the... It, it, no. The punter tackled no. him. That's 20 to 1. So, I, I don't know if they're... listening to the box score. I don't know if they're going to credit him, him with the box score or not. I don't know if he was officially like... God, but when, when Tony is like going, eventually they got sure? a bounce. Oh, it was it was the last guy to hit him and bring him down was the punter. We got a tweet on that, but I couldn't find it. That, that was 20 they, to 1. They, they may have given the guy who initially hit Tony, who was like nudging him out of bounds, uh, credit for the tackle. Oh, wow. But the, but the guy who actually brought him down out of bounds, 100% was the punter. I just don't know if they officially gave him the, the tackle or not. Yeah. So that would have been the one to cash it at 20-1 wow. then. It was like 7-1 to one here, and Bet Rivers had it house special 20-1. to wow. one. Oh, my God. Yep. That's another one. I do think if, if, oh. if, if Tony scores, he has to have a case for the MVP. Because Mahomes would have had two touchdowns then. I think the game plays out a totally... Well, it would have been a punt return for Tony. It would have been a reception for a touchdown for him. Mahomes would have been under 200 yards then. I just... I, Mahomes was not running away with the MVP. Yeah. Not not until I think that 26-yard pickup that he had on the run, I think that really solidified it then. The Bolton thing. I mean, imagine if Bolton has two touchdowns. They got the call right. How do you not give it to him? But imagine time? if it's just maybe one more turn and two more seconds, one more step. What was it Gainwell? Gainwell. And then Bolton has two touchdowns. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, the, the biggest, I, I don't. I don't think the biggest surprise to me was how the Chiefs' offensive line really held up because we talked about that yesterday. We talked about it last week when we were in Phoenix. But for the, for the front four and that pass rush of the Eagles to be non-existent, that, that to me, yeah. I mean, to wow. never be a factor in the game ever. Not you don't one. sack them and you get beat on the ground too? They outrush you? Oh, man. Who had that? Pacheco 3-1, to one, by the way, most rushing. But that you're, yeah. you're right. I, it fall, you don't say what you want. Well... You know, but, uh, well, Ayuk and Debo, they got to yeah. be feeling pretty good. But I told you so. Yeah. It wasn't a blowout, but certainly they did whatever they wanted in the second half. And that's on Gannon, too. I know I know. Peter King called him out numerous times today in, uh, in what he wrote about. I mean, this, the, the fake jet sweep. Yep. The, the jet the, motion. It's like, how many times are you going to fall for this? Guys are wide open. Yep. Again, this vaunted Eagles defense. The Chiefs' defend, or receivers were open by what, 10 yards? Yeah. They, they could have somersaulted into the end zone. Yeah. No problem. Both guys, yeah. Corndog. I love that. The touchdown to Tony's called Corndog. Called Corndog? Yep. Yep. 
I mean, they do the same exact thing. No adjustment. You didn't see it coming. Oh, boy. And, and by the way, the, the yeah. way it played out again now, what is that, 11-3 and three going back to 2000? Strength of schedule? What, one right. team, there was well, a separation of at least 10 spots? Well, the, Mahomes ends the drought, too. MVPs have lost nine I in a row. I forgot about that. That ends. That finally, uh, right. But sky's the limit for this kid. 22 rings at 27? Yeah. Whew. What's the prop now? How many does he, he win in his career? Three and a half? What's the total? Two, three and a half? Put at three and a half, probably. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Lombardi here? I saw Lombardi. Is he? I just saw him peeking. Lombardi, Lombardi's coming on, and also yeah. we have win-lose as well. Where Paulie's going to run down everything, all the big bets that came in, all the numbers from yesterday's Super Bowl action coming up here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, who's ready? By the way, tweet at us or FTM at VEASAN.com if I miss anything or you find stuff interesting. I'm only one guy. First touchdown, Hurts 7-1. First Eagle touchdown, plus 350. Hurts to score three touchdowns, 30-1. And would there be an octopus, 14-1. Hurts has the touchdown and then the two-point conversion. The octopi comes in, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The yep. year that I don't put some pizza money on ah, it to, to be entertained. Yeah, yep. for and, sure. And Hertz, the Hurts touchdown also... Uh, the ninth time in the last 10 Super Bowls, shortest touchdown cashes. That's for Glenn and Quincy Mass, who loves that bet. Under one and a half. Told you it was a winner. Hello, Quincy. Yeah, there you I go. bet it. Yeah. Hello. Uh, 25-yard run for uh, a Quartz. Any quarterback to have a 25-yard-plus run was 5-1. to one. Mahomes got it, too, Mar- by the way. I think he did. 26 yeah. yards. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Thank you. Eagles to convert. Hurts to convert a fourth down. Yes, minus 160. First scoring play, Eagles rushing touchdown, plus 360. Kelsey, first Chiefs touchdown, 3-1. to one. They took, one book took $460,000 on Kelsey anytime touchdown. Everyone bet that. That is a horrible result. And, and I couldn't get down $3,000 on Kelsey at 3-1 to one to score the first Chiefs touchdown. That's you the, you bet. You bet. Bolton, anytime touchdown, 75-1. to one. What if he had two? What if that's upheld? Okay. Dustin had MVP, our producer. He had, he had him for the MVP. It, it, so if he scores both and that's allowed, and if the Chiefs win, do they give him the – I think you have to, but do they actually look at Mahomes and say, yeah. who knows how the game plays out? Yeah. Imagine having Bolton MVP. He scores two touchdowns. No, you don't win. I know. I know. Uh, doink. Uh, kick up the upright, <laughs> plus 450. That cash is right away. Defensive touchdown, plus 260. Uh, defensive touchdown by the Chiefs, 6-1. to one. Tony, anytime touchdown, plus 320. Sky Moore, anytime touchdown, 7-1, to 9-1. to one. Depends where you shop. Eagles to win the first half and lose the game, plus 775. 65 to 79 total points, plus 625. Chiefs to win by 1 to 5 points, plus 480. Both teams to score every quarter, 6 to 1. Both teams to score 35 plus, 15 to 1. Will there be a two point conversion? Yes, plus 240. Will a team use all six timeouts? Yes, plus 170. 
Will a team win down 10 plus points? Yes, six to one. Saunders first sack, 35 to one. Only sack. Only sack that of the game. Hurts ran out of bounds. Yeah. He lost a yard on the play, right? First accepted penalty. Pass interference, eight to one. Offensive pass interference, plus 260. Uh, also, Mahomes wins some rushing yards, 10 and a half, but up to 19 and a half. Super Bowl squares here at Circa. First quarter, 7 7, paid 7 to 1. 4 4, 30 to 1. 7 1, it was 27 21. 45 to 1, end of the third quarter. 38 35, end of the game, 60 to 1. Big bets, 550,000 on over 51. 547,000 on over 49 and a half. 1.2 million in play over 62 and a half. 500,000 Chiefs money line. 750,000 Eagles first half. 1.6 million on Chiefs plus three and a half. Alt spread. Rihanna to wear red, eight to one. Better have my money first song, eight to one. Should have paid higher than that. I never would have imagined she would. Bitch, better have my money. She opens with that. You had this. What you get? You said it on the air yesterday. Diamonds final song ten to one. You saw ten to one on that. Ten to one diamonds. Yeah. Yep. Gronk kick wide left plus one seventy five. Yeah, a little wind. Poor guy didn't have Actually, a chance. I, th- I thought it was good. Yeah. Fowler they have a hole in one at the golf tournament. Sixty to one. Subscribe. Be part of the team. Vsin Pro. Watch the show live. Vsin.com. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Send stuff in. We'll put you right on television. We try to hit every demo here. Look at this. A man from China bought a first-class ticket, which came with access to a VIP lounge that had free food. He rescheduled over 300 times in a year to enjoy over 300 free meals. When investigated, it was found out that after eating, he would change his reservation to a later date. He finally canceled his ticket, got a full refund. Oh, wow. If true... He's playing chess. Everyone else is playing checkers. That's you have a lot of time on your hands. Well, yeah, yeah, incredible. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, Taco string Be- it out that long. Oh uh, yeah, Taco Bell you can eat for two dollars, but but still, okay. Mm-hmm. Pull one over on somebody. A couple dog videos. Let's go. Look at this dog with the skateboard. Look at this going up the steps, right? Now will he do it? Can he land? This is a tough maneuver here. He's got like ten steps to uh, overcome and encounter. Skateboard all the way up. Drops it the first time, puts it back in his mouth, back down the skateboard. Okay, he's got the paw on it. Gets the start. Can he nail it? Yeah, there he goes. And then one paw on the skateboard and the other paw to push off. Here I thought you were going to play a video where the dog breaks all of his ankles. No, no, no. <laughs> Glad it turned out okay. Yeah. All right, great job, guys. Got another one? Yep, zoomies. Just the two dogs in the living room. This guy running around the coffee table over 100 times nonstop. You're going to get dizzy? Look at the other guy. All right, cut it off. Cut it off. That's enough. And then he <laughs> runs up right back on the chair. Okay, I'm That's good. my exercise for the day, right? I am good. You're right. Lose some. $2.2 million. Caesars in New York on the Eagles minus uh, one and a half. $1.25 million Eagles money line. $1 million on Eagles money line. Kelsey reception, six and a half. Bet up to seven and a half. No good. Couple lose some tweets and lose some videos. How about this one? We didn't encounter this in Arizona, thank God, but Matt Savage did at Savage Poker. Scorpion. A lot of people encountered scorpions with uh, their their time in Phoenix. You ever run into one? Oh, we've had six at the house in the last two months. Oh, really? Pest control, doesn't matter. I mean, they just, 
Here's the problem. When you have inclement weather in the desert, that takes them out of the, like their um, lo- like habitat. Okay. And they want to, they, they, they freak out and then they just wander looking for like shelter. So they're scattered throughout. Yeah. When you have like windy conditions or rainy uh, conditions like in, in the desert, they're all over the place. Okay. Now quickly, I wanted to play this because it's so funny and then we're going on vacation. Brian Windhorst thinks the Lakers would have been a top four team in the West with this roster. Here's a reason why. He explains. Westbrook was functionally killing them. He was killing them. The video's even better. Where they're, they're killing. He was killing. Yeah. Dave McMenamin said a, a player inside the locker room called Westbrook a vampire. Yeah. Sucked the blood and life out of the locker room. Yeah. Oh, my Windhorse God. Windhorse on TV, he's like, he's Good. so into it. Right. He's emphatically going, he was killing them. Killing them. Yep. Bad beats. Gainwell, first touchdown, 25 to 1. I can't even tell you oh. how much that flipped for me. Oh. Because that also canceled out. He never scored in the game. I had him first at 30 to 1. I had him anytime at plus 350, plus uh. 375. And I had jersey number over 11 and a half. Yeah, yeah. And how about this? Burrow had most passing yards in the playoffs. That's Mahomes couldn't get to 200. He was 9 to 1. We talked about that after the injury. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more. BetRivers.com. All right. There you have it. Great job by the crew. Gatorade, purple, paid 10 to 1. That's another one. You know, people chiming in too that that was the punter who made a tackle. If that's the case, uh, that's, uh, as Mitch said as well, that's 20 to 1 with the house special at Bet Rivers. It was 7, 8 to 1 here at Circa. Oh, my God. The doink. Happens right away. Upright, plus 460. So Everson said he, and Patrick's all over town. He didn't hear one person who had the Hurts three touchdowns. Here they offered two touchdowns or more uh, with that prop. But yeah, I saw 18 to 1. I saw 30 to 1 with Hurts three touchdowns. The Sky Moore anytime touchdown, huge tickets, huge numbers with these props. The BTTS stuff. Uh, the team to use all six timeouts. That was the Eagles. That was plus 170. My God. Sports fans, as the football season ends, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be for basketball and hockey. They have you covered for every line, all the odds, and the boost. Join them every week for new promotions. Tuesday hockey first goal insurance. Happen again Saturday. We're back, baby. Vancouver. Goal in the first 10 on the road, 27 and 2. Uh, weekly pro basketball, bet and get, Saturday hockey, same game parlay, bet and get. Check out betrivers.com or download the app at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game and great house specials. And now we'll turn our attention uh, to the madness and the offseason with the NFL as well. And what should be a fun NBA season the rest of the way with the regular playoff, with the regular season rather. And we get into the playoffs about who's going to make it and what's it going to look like with Dallas now with Kyrie and all that business. We close strong here with Michael Lombardi, his thoughts on the game, the call, the field, what happened again in the defense. Steichen gets the Colts job. What would, can we expect next year from the Eagles? All that with Michael Lombardi from VEASAN straight ahead. Follow the money, the sports betting network.
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get ready for Lombardi today. Coming up here on VSEN and the GM Shuffle podcast. Must listen for every football fan. He'll go off today. Oh, Gannon's going to get buried. 
players, teams, <laughs> coaching decisions every Monday and Thursday throughout the season. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VEASAN and DraftKings today, wherever you get your podcast. Appreciate appreciate you getting up early again in studio, Michael no, Lombardi. No problem, Paulie. Thank you, sir. Well, what would you think of the call on think, Bradbury? Well, I mean, he, the kid admitted it was a call. I mean, you got he called it. You could see the jersey clearly tug. I mean, you're going to call it. You know, you could see the reaction. They were trying to throw the ball to Smith-Schuster. So, look, I, here's what I do know. If I were Vic Fangio, I'd be really upset today because my name was attached to that game plan by Philadelphia. Yeah. And I wouldn't want that. Yeah. I wouldn't want yeah. that at all. I mean, that was as bad of, of a game plan that you could come up with. Their defensive line had five hits on the quarterback, no sacks. They never pressured. They played zone. When they needed the ball back, I said all week, look, I like the Eagles. But unless the Eagles had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, they were going to lose. Yeah. And you couldn't give them the ball back with a chance to score and beat you because Andy will throw the football. He wasn't just going to run it. If you're playing soft's Big 12 zone, that's what he was playing. Soft, Big 12 zone. It was a Big 12 game last night, really, is what it was. Mm-hmm. We got a Big 12 game, and uh, it was disappointing. And, and I think that, to me, a lot of people are telling me he's now going to become the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, that is a tough press conference if that happens. That is a tough sell after what we just watched. I mean, look, they, the, the, the Super Bowl the Eagles won, the, the Patriots never punted. The Patriots right. after that game right. were saying to themselves, how the hell did we lose? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and this game the Eagles punted twice and lost. I mean, this was, the, this was classic Big 12 yeah. football. Yeah. I know Peter King took him to task about – the lack of adjustments in the fake jet motion, getting them over and over again, and it worked twice there. Well, what they were the doing, and the Tony. what they were doing, they were cutting that. So every time they were getting crossers, they you could see them signaling to cut. So what they were doing were playing the play. They were playing the play, and Andy ran a reverse play off of the play. So Andy knew they were going to play the play. Okay, you know you're going to play this guy's okay. cross. So they just kind of instead of instead of playing cons- concepts on defense, they played the play. Okay, and then they worked against the play, and that's what happens. I mean, Andy is the master at misdirection in the red zone. You've got to be able to keep your eyes mm-hmm. and ears on the quarterback because if you get into that situation down there, all his misdirection is what he's trying to do. He's trying to create separation through deception. I was surprised the Fangio things allowed because he had accepted. Well, he was them. a free agent. Was he was with them all year? I mean, uh-huh. this is a misconception. He signed okay. a two-year contract with them. At the end, because he was going back in the league. So I think they had to kind of fit the protocol of the league. But he'd been helping Gannon. And one of the things we talked about with Gannon all year is how he was being more, a little bit more aggressive. But at the end of the day, his corners can't hold up. For all the conversation about how great his secondary was, yeah. they can't cover man-to-man. Yeah. I mean, Bradbury can't cover man-to-man. I mean, and you know, that's why he got cut by the Giants. Mm-hmm. The Giants went to a full blitz scheme with Don Martindale, and Bradbury didn't fit. And Slay's not the same player he once was. But at the end of the day, when your defensive front gets 60 sacks a year out of the 70 and they don't they don't hit the quarterback, that's why right. you're going to lose. Then they outrushed them, which I couldn't believe. Well, they stopped they running the ball. I mean, they yeah. stopped running the ball. I mean, look, Hurts was running. I mean, Hurts was incredible in the game. I mean, he was running, and then they stopped running. I mean, the, the drive that killed the Eagles uh, was when they were down. It was 24-21. The Eagles get the ball. They have that wonderful drive. They mm-hmm. run that inside zone play on third and five. 
and it gets stopped, and they, they kick the field goal there to go up 27-21. That was one of those where he had to kick the field goal, but they needed a better third down call. I mean, the, I thought the yeah. Chiefs lost the game when they were driving down before they missed the field goal. Right. Right. They drive down, they ran that like shuffle pass that they didn't get, and Mahomes almost threw an interception on there. Right. You know, they kicked the field goal, missed the field goal, and then Andy mismanages the middle eight. Again. Oh Again. 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 Yeah. Were you surprised he deferred to start? I mean, no, because, yeah, I was, because he never really pays attention to the middle eight anyway, so why would he yeah, defer? Yeah. You know, but he did, and, and uh, you know, and then he's able to overcome and had the nice drive in the – but look, I mean, I know Mahomes is the MVP and Mahomes is great, but I don't think Mahomes really had a hard throw to make in the game. Like, Hurts made hard throws. The the seven cut to Goddard might have, on third and 17 was a great throw. Yeah, yes, it was. I mean, it was incredible. He made some incredible throws. It felt like a blowout at halftime, though. I mean, I, I agree with you what you said, kick the field goal up 27-21. The, the scoop and score, the fumble, that's enormous too. But, but the false start, I mean, it's third and one. They're going to pick that up there in Kansas City territory. Then the false start and then the fumble, and it goes touchdown the other way. But it felt like they a They almost a didn't bigger... call the false start. Yeah. well, that... They almost didn't call the false start. I mean, the, the line judge never even called it. It took the umpire to call it. And that was only because the Chiefs were just screaming. I mean, they didn't want to call anything. Huh. In that. I mean, could you imagine no holding calls in the game? There were no holding calls in a game when we know NFL yeah. football is all about holding. Yeah. So they they didn't want to call it, and the only reason they called the defensive holding call was because you had to call it. Like it was so egregious, yeah. you had to call it. Now I know Philly fans are going to say that wasn't a bad, that was a horrible call. Look, the kid admitted it was a call, right? When the kid admits it, then just stop complaining. How about the field? Horrible. I, I you know, I mean, got George Thomas. What he's done? How every <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl. But that field has been slippery. It was slippery all year long. And maybe that had something to do with getting traction on the pass rush. I don't know. But it, to me, that was an issue. But yeah. kickers are slipping. I mean, that's a little yeah. bit like Green Bay. Yeah. Kickers are slipping on their approach. That's a problem. What do you think of Steichen getting the Colts job? Well, look, I mean, Steichen did a really good job with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a unique kid, right? Yeah. You know? And... Uh, so I think what the Colts want to do is try to find a quarterback, whether it's C.J. Shroud, whether it's another one in the draft, that he can build that six-back offense around. I mean, look, that's what Miles Sanders wasn't a factor in the game. You know, A.J. Brown was. Big, but it was big. A.J. Brown. It was the, you know, it was a big 12 game. I mean, the defense of the Chiefs, I didn't think they, they had the three and out. He went zero blitz. Spagnola went zero blitz on the third down where Hurts had to throw it out of bounds. The next time he went zero blitz, they converted. Then they scored down the field right away. But once they scored there, Gannon had to become more aggressive. You know, because you knew the Chiefs were going to run that clock out. And you're giving them throws on second and eight that get first downs. I mean, they went into full yeah. Canadian offense. They didn't really have a have a third down throw. So to me, that that was that's that comes back to philosophy. And like I said earlier, if I'm Vic Fangio, I don't want my name attached to that game plan. Yeah, yeah. Are you surprised Andy's coming back? At least he said he's coming back. I don't know what else Andy would yeah. do. I don't know what else Andy would do. Andy Andy doesn't really have a hobby. I mean, if, if <laughs> eating cheeseburgers is a hobby, I don't know. I don't think Andy has a hobby. Andy likes football. I mean, yeah. if you like, why wouldn't you come back? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the games, look, for a guy like Andy, the game gets easier because he knows his system. He's got complete control over the organization. He, he The coaches he's competing against, for the most part, are young, inexperienced coaches. What, what are you hearing on Rodgers? What do you think happens? I'll ask you because I don't know the next time I talk to you. What happens? I, I to think Rodgers. I think they trade Rodgers. I think the Jets are so desperate for a quarterback they're liable to give. Because here's the question nobody wants to answer: How long is Rodgers going to play for? 
Two years? I mean, I he's know. in that cave with Andy Dufresne down there. I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, he's when he comes out, he's, am I playing a year? Am I playing two years? Am I playing six weeks? I don't know. I mean, look, I think he's a great player. But if I right. were a GM, how do I quantify giving up all those picks for for what? What am I getting? One year? That's pretty short-sighted. The Jets reached out, but that's you have to talk to him. I know. And it's got to be tied into the compensation. It's well, got to be what tied a second, in. What if he ups, up, calls it quits like a year or two years that's right. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. so I mean, if 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 he's going to play three years, they're going to get a heavy deal for him. If he plays one year, they're not going to get as heavy of a deal unless somebody gets desperate. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. I oh, appreciate anytime, Paulie. All right, great, the great Michael Lombardi, former NFL executive and uh, GM Shuffle podcast coming up, and Lombardi line as well. So he's got a big day coming up. And uh, subscribe, tune in, and listen to that. And it was great uh, hearing the Al Davis stories and all the NFL stories. Uh, having having dinner with them uh, this week as well. You know, it's it's unfortunate it ended that way. I know, but Bradbury admits it. But that you you that you that's it. Game's over once you throw the flag there. That's it, and it's a hard way to end the season, and for the Super Bowl to end that way. And who knows what the finish was going to be like? Mitch is right. Overtime, everything was on the table. Great comeback win. If McKinnon gets in, do they try to answer and do they go for the win there with Hertz? If McKinnon would have scored and you drag him in. Incredible. All right. Great job by the crew. Dustin's uh, the best, greatest producer. The the great job behind the glass with everybody. Also in Phoenix and here Sunday and Monday. Thanks to Len, Brian, John, and thanks to the listeners. Most importantly, you've been with us for five years. We thank you for watching every single day and during the five-year run. We know what the schedule. We have to recharge the batteries. So we go on vacation now with the season being over. It'll be storm and Sean Stormy and Sean King here this week. We are back the 27th of February. So they'll be holding it down. And again, thank you very much to watching every day in the loyal Fall the Money Army as well. Thanks to everyone who has been a part of the last week and the five years with the listeners as well. So we'll be back on the 27th as we start vacation now in 10 seconds. And Mitch had to get out here already because they moved up the flight on him as well. Have a good weekend. Take care. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.